Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Following the wrong guide will always end badly. If we follow the wrong guide, it will always end badly. And a wrong guide is a blind guide. See, Jesus is saying, think about who or what you are following. Throughout the Old Testament, there are stories of times when Israel went off track from following God and the disasters that resulted. The New Testament is full of warnings from Jesus and the writers of the epistles about straying from the true path. Pastor Mark will be teaching from Luke 6, where Jesus taught the parable of the blind leaders. We know that God calls leaders and equips them to lead his people into the truth and that there are also false teachers who will lead us astray. Jesus called them blind leaders. Pastor Mark will be teaching us how to avoid them as well as self-deception. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark in the book of Luke as he begins his message, Who or What Are You Following? How many of you have been to the Grand Canyon? Can I see your hand? Good. Well, it's summertime, and some of you have not been yet, but you'll get there. And you're out west, and you're at the Grand Canyon, and you go in for the very first time, and and you pay the entrance fee to all the kind of stuff. And you look on the sheet, and it says, personal guide included for free. Well, after they pick you up from the floor, because you just passed out... This guide is going to take you, the first thing he's going to do is take you on a walk down into the valley on those right crazy curves really close to the edge all the way to the bottom. You're so excited about it. So you tell your wife and kids, we're going to go, we have a personal guide, and you walk out door and you say to the person, how will I recognize him? Well, you'll see the individual, he has blue on, so just walk out the door and you'll see him. And you walk out the door and here's your guide. He's blind. How many are excited? How many are asking for a refund right now? You say, Pastor Mark, that's like stupid. Well, it is. But it's the exact illustration that Jesus uses. See, Jesus was an amazing teacher. And we're going to talk all morning about blind leaders. And what that looks like and what happens to people who follow blind leaders. Luke 6, 39. 
Now, these applications are not going to be like the Grand Canyon, kind of a practical thing. It's spiritual in nature. It's spiritual in nature. He's just finished the greatest teaching. He's in the process of doing that to his disciples and to you and me. Verse 6. Now, there's two questions here and two responses needed. So I want you, as I give you the first one, tell me what the response is and the second. So here, Jesus is expecting this. That's why he says it. And he also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? What's the answer to that? Of course not. Here's the second one. Will they not both fall into a pit? Yes. So the first answer is, no, of course the blind can't lead the blind. If they try to do it, everybody is going to fall into a pit. Hello, Grand Canyon. So what does that look like? What is Jesus trying to get to? Here's a picture of what that looks like. If you have a blind guide, everyone that's following a blind guide is going to be in for a disaster. See, this is not physical. This is spiritual. And what Jesus is trying to talk about is that people that tell you how to get to heaven, how to do life, that have no clue how to do it, versus God who told us how to do life. So this practical illustration for us is filled with amazing application. I'm going to give you three keys today, just three. First one to write down is this, this morning. All of our campuses, Jesus' spiritual warning. He gives us three warnings. Following the wrong guide will always end badly. If we follow the wrong guide, it will always end badly. And a wrong guide is a blind guide. See, Jesus is saying, think about who or what you are following. I want to ask you right now, because you're going to hear it all through the teaching. In your spiritual life, who or what are you following? Who's your role model? Who's your teacher? Where do you get the instruction spiritually to do life? Who is that? What it looks like? If you're following someone that's blind spiritually, it's going to end as a disaster for you. It may look fine now. That's what Jesus is talking about. So he's saying, think. So I want you to think this morning, every campus. Think who in the spiritual way that you are following this morning. Now you say, some of you already say like, well, Pastor Mark, what does that have to do with anything? Well, there's a couple keys that you need to know. Here's the first one. And I want you to write it down this morning. God designed all people, every single person to be followers. And actually in the Bible, God uses sheep as a picture of humans. Notice Psalm 100 verse 3. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. God made you every single person to be a follower. Know 
that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Every single person is a follower. So that means I need to know that I need a guide. I have to follow someone. So just turn to your neighbor this morning and say this. I'm a follower. I need a guide. Just tell them that right now this morning. I'm a follower. I need a guide. Now, some of you are already arguing with that. I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. I don't need any of this. Just hold on. You'll be corrected as we go through the teaching. Now, here's the problem. When you and I were born, because of Adam and Eve's sin, we were born with a sin nature. And that means the Bible calls me spiritually blind myself. Even more reason to need someone to lead me. We don't know how to do life on our own. But every person I'm speaking to in the whole world, seven plus billion people, you were born to follow Jesus as your personal guide on this path of life. Now, that is why Jesus has these 12 apostles. He's teaching them. They're going to be the teachers. They're going to be the guides. The reason we have a Christian world today, as far as churches, is because these 12 apostles got the teaching, what I'm teaching you this morning. They got it. They became the guides. They were the leaders of the early church, and that just continues to perpetuate. That's why you're here. So here's something you understand. Everybody is going to be a follower, all of us, Here's the next key that you want to write. You don't need to write, but you need to understand it. So because we need guides, God calls and he equips pastors, elders, whatever, parents. We'll speak about that big today. And of course, all kinds of other people uh, with the gift of spiritual leadership to lead you and to lead me. God knew we were created to be followers, so he gives us guides. Now, it's important to have a guide, especially that can see if you're going to the Grand Canyon. But how important is it really to have a guide that says they can get you to heaven? That's essential. That's huge. And some of you don't know how that works. See, the end of your life is heaven or hell. There's only two paths. And we're beginning to see this morning, I want to give you four, four blind leaders. You do not want to follow any of these four. So watch it. comes from the Bible. It gives us the understanding. Leader number one, blind leader, write it down, Satan. Satan. Look at verse 2, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has what? Blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Satan is a great deceiver and liar. He convinces people That if they change, because we're all born in the kingdom of Satan, if they change and become a believer, it's going to be a miserable lifestyle. There's no joy. There's no happiness. Actually, it's exactly the opposite. When you come to Christ, it's the greatest change you'll ever make in your life. 
there's joy, there's peace, there's comfort. Yeah, there's trials. We just saw that. But there's an overall understanding that you were made to be a follower of God, and it brings you purpose and meaning. Now, understand that this blind guide, number one, Satan, how did that all start? Well, it started in heaven when God was to be worshiped, and Satan said, no, I want to be worshiped. And so did Satan, when he chose to rebel against God and was thrown out of heaven, did blind Satan have any followers? Yeah, he had one third of the angels did what? Okay, let's go and follow you. One third of the angels became what? Demons. And they followed him. You see, and when they got to the earth, Adam and Eve were made to follow God. But they decided they knew better. And you're going to see what that looks like. And so the first thing you need to understand that Satan is alive today. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. And he's very influential. He keeps people blinded to the truth of the gospel. Blind leader number two will surprise you. Self. Self. One of Satan's greatest deceptions is getting unbelievers to think that they're following self, but actually they're following Satan. Look at me. I'll make it very clear. There's only two kingdoms spiritually in the world. The kingdom of God, kingdom is where somebody rules, and the kingdom of Satan. The end of the kingdom of Satan is hell, eventually the lake of fire, separation from God forever. The end of the kingdom of God is heaven. You will live forever in one of those two places. So it depends on who you follow. You say, well, I don't believe any of that. Then Satan's already blinded you. See, when you wake up 10 seconds after you die, you will understand the truth. But it's too late to make a choice. So as we go through this, Satan's greatest deal is to say, if you're an unbeliever this morning, or there's lots of unbelievers in our world, we were all unbelievers at one time. If you would say to an unbelieving friend, you know what? You're not really following yourself. You're really following Satan. What are you, crazy? I'm not following Satan. That's the deception. See, there isn't a kingdom of self. There's the kingdom of Satan. So you're either a follower of Satan or a follower of God. Now, even those people that think, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody else. Well, the Bible is very explicit to that. Look at this. There is a way that seems right to man. But in the end, it leads to, tell me, death. Adam and Eve. Hey, that fruit looks good. Yeah, that looks good. That's the way that looks good. We're on our own. We can do this without God. Where did it lead? Death. What is death in the spiritual realm? It's separation from God. There's a way that seems right to man. Deception. But the end is death. Look at the second one. Pastor Mark, I can guide my, I know that that's a great truth, but I'm pretty good at planning. I plan my life so far. I'm doing great. Really? How's the outcome going to look? Oh, I don't worry about the outcome. You better worry about the outcome. Jeremiah 10, 23. I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. We are not able to plan 
our own course. You see, God designed all people as followers. We're designed to not to delete ourselves and direct our own lives, but to be followers of Christ. Now that means... If I'm going to follow Christ, since life is not about you, it's not about me, it's about God. God has this amazing plan for everyone. Satan will say it's not a good plan, it's a great plan. And, and the excitement of life is finding that plan and doing and following God. Now, you remember a couple of weeks ago I told you this. If I'm going to follow Christ, here's what you need to see. I have to learn to what? Unfollow who? Me. You cannot come to Christ and go, well, I'll add him to my repertoire right here, and I'll just do my thing, and if I need him, I'll call him. No, it doesn't work that way. When you follow Christ, you have to unfollow you. But that's the greatest decision and the most important decision you'll ever make is to simply unfollow you. Number three, blind leader. Idols and possessions, pleasure, position, and power. That's the four Ps. Let me take the first one. On the screen, and I'm not trying to be insensitive at all, but I want you to understand, billions of people this morning, all over the world, bow down to man-made idols and worship them. They pray to them and ask direction from them. I just want you to stop and think about this for a moment. Again, not making fun of anybody. Linda and I go all over Asia. I've seen it so much. Let me just say this morning, let's make this man-made podium an idol. Not a Buddha, not whatever, just make it an idol. Now, what I've seen, and it's, it just drives me, that's why we go on missions in those areas. Because when they bow, and we watch them and as they come out, of, they've been crying. They're praying for direction. They're just like us. They can't do life. They're praying for direction. They're praying for help. They, they have a situation. They don't know what to do. Now, think about this. I'm bowing down and praying to this or to that. What kind of answer am I going to get? Because why? Can't see. Can't hear. Can't speak. Man-made. Just think common sense for a moment. It's hard because these people were raised in this and they're blinded. Nobody seriously would bow down and ask for help from the podium. But today, more than 2 billion people do every day. They mean well, but they're deceived by a blind guide. One day... God knew this was going to happen. So he gave us the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. Remember this, this commandment? Exodus chapter 20. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth or beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. What did man do? Exactly the opposite. Exactly the opposite. By the way, did... God's own people, the nation of Israel, make idols and bow down to them. Exactly. See, Jesus was in heaven then. He knew you can't find a, follow a blind leader. He watched the children of Israel. He's going, oh, God, Father, look at this. You see, 
God is greater than any idol because he's all-knowing. He's alive. An idol is man-made, so it's even less than you and me. Can't help us. But God knew that Satan would deceive men. And when that happens, it is disaster because there's no help. There's no direction. There's no comfort. This can't comfort me. Well, the second thing I had up there, it seems like a strange blind God, but it's power, it's possessions, it's these kind of things that get a hold of us, pleasure and position. You see, when you look at that, that's a huge idol. People bow down to the altar of possessions. Pastor Mark, I don't need anybody to guide me. You want to see my 401k? It's fantastic. Well, good. But when you die, it ain't going with you. And if it did, it would burn up quicker than you. Because you never burn up. Now, do you know who the biggest idol really is? Do you know what the most worshipped idol is in the world? Anybody know? Just raise your hand right now. Just raise your hand. Come on, everybody raise your hand. You're the biggest idol. Because who do we worship? No, me. See, you worry about other people and what they think of you. I'm going to give you a little clue this morning. Most people don't think of you at all. <laughs> do you know why? They're too busy thinking of who? Mwah! We're stupid. So I want you to turn to a passage because money and possessions, it blinds us to the truth. Turn with me in your Bibles. Keep your finger right there. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Now, you're going to see it's an amazing thing because Paul is writing to Timothy. And he's saying, be careful in the last days. Things are going to change. And we're kind of in those last days. Nobody knows exactly. But here's what it is. 2 Timothy chapter 3. All of our campuses, you guys watching us online. Come on, Vera, Sebastian, here we go. Verse 1. But mark this. There will be terrible times... In the last days. Now watch this. People will be lovers of who? Themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited. Watch this. Watch this. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form, talking about church and religion, of godliness, but denying the power. And watch what Paul says, have nothing to do with them. Today, we were reminded of the danger of following false teachers, of allowing ourselves to be led by what Jesus called blind leaders. Pastor Mark taught that to follow Jesus, we have to unfollow ourselves, to use a social media term, that is. He also showed us what some of the blind leaders are, Satan, self, idols, and possessions, pleasures, position, and power. Maybe you're listening right now, and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. In the next message, Pastor Mark will continue to teach about more blind leaders for us to avoid, dead churches, religious systems, and more. We will read in the Old Testament the warnings from God to the Jews against idolatry. We'll see the New Testament where Jesus warns about the spiritual condition of people in the end times before his return. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series, Everyday Life of Jesus. That's next time on Lessons for Living. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.